0: Today's episode features Lee Kelly, photographer extraordinaire. The TKL crew noticed his posts and name popping up all over social media and reached out to see if he was willing to come and chat. And thankfully he was. Lee uses his photography as a means to bring a voice to the voiceless and shine light on those who are striving to make the world a better place. He has advocated here in Korea for Korean-American adoptees, Black Lives Matter, Stop Asian Hate, and the Not-A-Thing movement. I thoroughly enjoyed our discussion, and we all agree that living abroad is not easy. It can be lonely, it can be difficult, and sometimes dangerous. But with a bit of effort from its members, a beautiful community emerges and makes life exciting. This podcast is brought to you by Dr. English. Dr. English is your one-stop shop for online English lessons. Join their team of experienced native English teachers and start crushing your English goals. 2021 is one third over. What are you waiting for? Visit their website at www.dr-english.com or call 010-4591-1496 for a free sample class. Open your door to endless opportunities. Dr. English. You are now tuned into This Korean Life with your hosts, Brian and Nate. Welcome back to another episode of This Korean Life featuring Lee Kelly. Uh, Dude, you brought the biggest camera I've ever seen. I can't... uh, I can't believe how much equipment you've brought. Do you got uh, plans for later today? Are you gonna Are you gonna head around Ulsan, take uh, snaps and pics, or is this, is uh, this it's the usual? I gonna meet
1: uh, a good JT? photographer friend. Yeah, you know Jason Teal. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I was gonna meet him
0: after this, but I had uh, I had lunch with him last uh, last week. He wasn't hanging with the with gear like this though. JT's time to step up your game, son. <laughs> <And> <laughs> no, no. Believe me, he's
1: a much better photographer than I am. <laughs> he's um,
0: yeah. How long? Uh, how long have you been into photography?
1: Uh, pre- my whole life actually.
0: Yeah. But um,
1: like in a professional capacity, probably only within the last like five to six years. When I was little, I was, like, my parents bought me like that little Fisher Price camera, and so like I took pictures there. And then, one of my cousins, they had a wedding. But uh, they didn't hire a photographer, they had like the Polaroid cameras which were popular back in the (laughs) 80s. And so they gave that, you know, it's like here's the camera, we have all this film, just run around and have fun. And which I thought was kind of strange, but if you think about it, it's kind of genius. Absolutely. You know, because if you want like unique wedding uh, uh, photography Mm. and who thinks, all right, give a kid a camera and just let him, like let the reins go, right? So I took this picture, that picture, everything and they loved it. And I was really surprised because afterwards they're like the camera's yours. Thank you. Beautiful. I right? And wasn't
2: so- wasn't that the Cat- the kind of idea between putting the Kodak disposable cameras on the tables? Yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. I was at one maybe four years ago and I thought it must that must be done now, but like it must be finished. But I was surprised to see the cameras were still on the tables, especially in such a digital age. But Yeah, I mean they had all the disposal ones, and everyone's just taking whatever pictures you want. They get to pick and choose what to use, but you get a lot of different pictures, man.
1: Yeah, and yeah, so a lot of diverse stuff, right? But especially if you have kids, I mean, because you have some kids that just they think it's funny, so they turn the camera around on themselves, and they're just like these really ridiculous faces. But when you go back and look at the like my wedding, it's like, oh yeah, this was some, this was my friend's son, and he decided to take a picture of himself, and you just see like. A little bit of like drool coming out, having a piece of cake, you know. But like, but that's memorable, you know. Absolutely. And I mean, that's kind of. I mean, that to me is what photography should be. It shouldn't always. I mean, studio photography has its place, but you know, these candid moments—that's real, you know. And that's. I mean, that's at least with my
0: photography. That's what I like. It's the essence of photography, right? You want to capture the capture the unique moment, right? Right. Unlike my wedding photo album. Yeah. It's just the uh, like a like a stamp like cookie cutter, of school.
1: yeah. I mean, cookie cutter <laughs> yeah. My friend was saying, uh saying the same thing because like I've had like a bunch of foreigners who've married Korean women, Korean women and like you know, there's it's the full package. You go to the wedding hall, they have the photographer and everything. But all three of them literally have the exact same wedding yeah. put, like, wife on right back on their World wall. Thing. You yeah. know, and it was just kind of <laughs> like I mean like literally like the same backdrop the same color the same tonality i'm just yeah, kind yeah. of like <laughs> i
2: got a, I, I got a funny wedding one to add in there we were going for our wedding pictures and my wife said okay like my husband's a big guy you know you got big sizes like yeah, yeah yeah we've had huge like like uh not soon what's it called here uh, she- 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 we've she- had them she- guys yeah. in. no problem no problem so i get there and they pull out because they just give you the different costumes or right different mm-hmm. clothes mm-hmm. and they pull out the suit And I mean, it would have been lucky to fit you. And I was like, this is like a medium. What kind of suit guy was in here? And they're like, oh, no. He's two times what we thought he would be. And I was like, come on. Are you kidding me? Anyways, It's a good thing I had my suit in the car because I, I ran down and got it. And we got a discount on the pictures because... I had to wear the same suit, like my <laughs> wife's changing dresses every half an hour, uh, and I was mean, only. Oh, sorry, dude, you only got one option. This one. You should have just painted
0: it. your arms green and so. put a small one. In the <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, I know how to fix this. <laughs>
2: yeah, the typical wedding photography in Korea is bonkers,
0: and not to mention it. Some of the
2: guys are there for like
0: ten and twelve hours, and. Oh, dude, I drove. Uh, I had to drive to Bongeun from here, for like three oh, pictures <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. In, a, in a new hairstyle. It was like. 40 minutes of New hairstyle. He's bald. Yes. You know, <laughs> Bruce Willis that, right?
1: It's the new sexy.
0: Oh, yeah. If you, you get Bruce Willis, I'm still Hugh <laughs> <Leo> Brenner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Brenner. Jesus. <laughs> no, and these people etc. cetera, et I felt bad that one of the last podcasts we did, I, I referenced, oh, what was it? Uh, Van Wilder. Uh-huh. The movie right right and the girl's like 22 and she's like what's that I'm like oh shit i could update my references yeah yeah yeah. 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 I, just, I thought yo Brenner was a bad one i thought van wilder's right and everyone's we us but apparently you're
2: not. checking out <laughs> your stuff online you have absolutely everything from from just random residents or citizens of the city doing you know some shots outside to wildlife and food and you had a maternity shoot the other day what is do you have any particular like, if you look at our friend Jason, I mean, his landscape stuff is pretty Phenomenal. awesome. Phenomenal. And even if you call his lighthouses, there's still pretty much landscape shots. But what about for you? Because when I look, I mean, God, you cover A to Z.
1: Well, for me, my big thing is people, which is horrible because everyone does people. So I that literally means like I'm that much farther behind the game because I mean, everyone wants to do this. So you see like a lot of the people who are really famous. They'll, they'll photograph women, you know, because, like, you know, that's sex sells. Mm. But, like, I don't really want to do that, <laughs> you know, so, like, for me, I want... Well, basically, my big thing is, like, if I photograph women, I want them to be, like, with poses of power. Especially in Korea, because I think, I mean, women in Korea tend to, are still pretty much marginalized, I think. Yeah. You know, like, the pay inequality and... Pretty the, much, yeah. I mean,
2: it, and, the good part is it's come a long way, but they've yeah, still got a long way to go. come a
1: long way. Mm. But I think, for, if anything, like, if you're going to do something, you have to do it with purpose, yeah. you know? And so for me, I don't want to just, like, photograph some random woman and be like, okay, look, I want to be Instagram famous. Mm. I want, well, first and foremost, I want them to be happy with the picture. Mm. But more importantly, I want it to be, to show women in positions of power. And to like, and not that, like, I mean, of course, yeah, being sexy is also part of being, well, a man or a woman, mm. but still. I, I don't I especially young kids. If if young kids look at that picture and they see a strong woman, I want them to see you know, strong black woman, strong Korean woman, strong mm. woman. You know, it has nothing to do with race. Mm. It's you know, it's
0: about character and personality. Cool. And so And I yeah. think you said even Instagram famous, I think if you have your, your goal or your vision and you stick to that, even if there's no traction in in the you know in the early stages of your career once you get discovered or if there's one photo that does go viral then yeah. people reflect back on your old stuff and they were like oh you know he, he's been with this for a while and that's, right i think that's something to uh
1: but then like to... the other thing that i do is like family like for me family is like the most important thing absolutely <laughs> and so capturing like especially like children because like i do i've done a lot of photography for the orphanage that i volunteer at yeah, yeah and so taking pictures of those kids so like when they grow up they have pictures of their childhood stuff like that Cool. You no, know, I think that's really important oh,
0: as well. Nice. Absolutely, yeah.
2: The <clears throat> you also do a lot of
1: self-portraits. I don't know how you do it or what you do, but you got a lot of self-portrait stuff too. Uh yeah. Well, that's well because of Corona, I had to you know change uh the uh, subject. So <laughs> <laughs> Turn it around. You know, so I just turned the camera around. Well, so yeah, for one thing, because you can't go out, you can't
0: meet people, so. A successful adaptation yeah. of your of your skill, man. right? Awesome. But
1: the and that's always thing. That's the other thing. I'm always behind the camera, not in front of it. Mm. <laughs> and so, and especially these days, because um, you know, I want to like uh, build uh, my portfolio, and I want people to hire me. And so, like, in order for me to do that, I need to have more um, content. Like, yeah, content. Variety. Number one, but um just to showcase like what my ability is so I can do this style. I can do that stuff because mm. I mean, that's my thing. I'm still very much learning. Mm. Like,
2: but that's what I noticed looking at your stuff is that there's a there's a lot of different stuff. And he looked at when he's like, wow, that's like a Nike commercial kind of thing. And and the I mean, I've seen all kinds of different styles in your stuff, which I think is cool.
1: I mean, yeah, like that's basically like the story of my life. <laughs> So many hobbies, like, not a single one that I can do perfectly, mm. <laughs> like, you know? Jack of all trades, master of Yeah, basically. Yeah. But, like, not that refined, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, for me, I've always been interested in many different things. And so, like, I'll always kind of go, like, full circle, like, do this as much as I can. My ability will peak. I'll get frustrated. I'll move on to something else, yeah. do that, and then come back to something <clears> again <throat> later and yeah. then, but, like, it's, it's great because like everything that I learned, like even if I'm doing a totally different style of photography mm. or the or like same thing when you play music, even if you're doing a different style of music, when you come back to your old style, you're coming back with new eyes. Yeah. Right.
0: You know, yeah, yeah. So. reflection. And once I mean, once you get that, that initial, uh, you said you, you, you do it until you get frustrated. Once you're there, even reflecting back on where you started or people who are above you, you have a deeper appreciation for that. Right. That thing, right? I played the guitar for two months and I'm like, wow, I'll never be a, I'll never be a, a famous guitar, I'll never be a Hendrix. But you get a deeper appreciation for people who can play anything, you know? Right, because I mean, that's the thing, like when you look at
1: professionals, they make it look so easy.
0: That's why they're pros.
1: You know, I mean, <laughs> I was at the art festival in Busan yesterday, it's a art expose. Busan Art in Bama or something like that. And it was funny because like, you go in there, you see these paintings of other artists, mm. like some of you know, some art's gonna resonate in you, others will not. Sure. And you look at it and you think, that's really simple. I could do that. You look at the price tag, five thousand dollars. And yeah. it's like, you know, and but that's that's the fallacy. You yeah. think <laughs> I can do that, yeah. but then you know you go home, you bust out your paint, you sp- you know, and it's, you're lucky if you get a stick figure. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: but, but like Nate painted a Jackson uh, Pollock on my toilet last night. <laughs> <week. laughs>
2: I, I I've seen a lot of those. I've seen a lot of those for a lot more than five thousand. That I have thought I can do that, or my, not me, maybe not me, but my daughter definitely could. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, in her kindergarten, she did, can make one of those did you for see sure. The
0: thing from. Uh, Lotte... To, what's the big tower? Lotte Tower? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, did you see what happened in the... Oh, in, the, uh, the
1: you mean the people who actually like put a uh, graffiti on top of that painting that was already yeah. there?
0: Yeah. It was just, it looked oh. like a, it, it looked like almost like a Jackson Pollock-ish. It just kind of sloppy paint all over. And I think part of the exhibition was that there was paint cans still in front and then there was like the rope off where people shouldn't, shouldn't pass, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the young couple walked in and went like, oh, I think I should add my my own uh, art to this. So the guy picked up a green paintbrush and went, rr, rr. Yeah. and then they went, "Oh, that's a half a million dollars." You just ruined that painting. It's eight. a huge scandal
1: thing. I mean, people <laughs> are like, "Oh my god, it's a big deal." And I'm like, "Well, number one, you know, it's kind of like presumptuous of like the couple to be like, I'm just gonna, you know, add my own little taste to this." Yeah. But on the other <laughs> hand, if you're the artist of that mural, like, yeah. Who the hell leaves their paint cans and paint out there? Like you just, you know, leave someone there. Be like, do not touch that, you know, or something. But just leaving it there (laughs) is kind of inviting trouble, you know? Absolutely. It's like who drives a Porsche, like convertible and leaves the keys, you know, when you run into the
0: supermarket? Yeah, just leave it running. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
2: How looking at your stuff, I'm curious, how do you how do you choose or select or pick your models? or is it just whoever volunteers and, and is this because you're trying to build up your portfolio or because you've had a few of our friends as, as models on there, but how I'm curious, how you go about, are you looking for something in particular or
1: um, these? Well, I'm a part of a, a bunch of different groups. Like I'm the, one of the moderators for Busan light stalkers and then deadly name. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Name. Yeah. There's some other groups as well. And so they, Phil Shutter is another one that I'm good. It's like, I think, Filipino photographers. Mm. And they do some amazing work as well. And so they have, they're have. they always going out doing things. And so they invite models to come out. And so I was fortunate enough to be able to hook up with them. And so I've met models through that. But normally, it's just kind of me putting things out on Facebook and mm. saying, hey, who's interested? And like that's how it started. But now I have people like contacting me saying, hey, I would love to do work with you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, which is... You know both good and bad sometimes because a lot of times they want I mean you'll you'll have people who want to get stuff for free.
0: No. Mm-hmm. You know
1: <laughs> but like um but then you meet other people that are totally legit. Mm-hmm. So like um yeah there's this one woman who I met recently. Her name's Fernaz. I can't pronounce her last name. I'm gonna butcher it so I won't mm-hmm. try. But um she had like thirty five thousand followers, which I had no idea. But like, she saw some work that I did with some other people and she's like, Hey, I'd be interested in doing things. And so I was like, okay, sure. And so like a week ago, we did like a photo shoot. She got some makeup from a Korean artist, Mm. a makeup artist. And then after that, we went out and did some shots. And so i posted them online and then is that the same lady
2: as the art gallery yesterday uh yeah 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 because okay. yeah. i saw a bunch yeah i've seen a bunch but of like, stuff the,
1: the next day i had 250 new followers like, oh my god they, wow and so there's a lot so yeah in on the one hand they get free work you just eclipsed her, <laughs> her <Instagram following. laughs> but yeah but, so they get free work but at the same time you know, I get more exposure through them. So like you have people where there's a yeah, lot of mutual yeah. stuff. Yeah, been And them. she's like she's amazing. <clears throat> like she's done um she worked for uh, the Busan English Broadcasting. Yeah. And so she, through her work to them. That's BFM. You know, uh, B-E-F-M, yeah, B E F M. Yeah. B E F M Yeah. yeah.
2: It's yeah. it's one thing I envy about Busan that we don't have here and we've we've tried to manifest it in some ways, but it's just it's just not the community that it once it, it once was when the shipyard was booming, but between uh, Laura and you guys, and it's just such a good network of of people there, and I I happen to know almost all of them that are always you know, and what a what a great opportunity to have to connect and network with those people that are all in different kind of fields and all interconnected.
1: But that, like that's why I do it though, because I, like Busan, I like I love it. Like every year that city gets better, and if anything, it's because of the people. Mm. You know, and that's like you know, if you want to be happy, surround yourself with good people. right? Sure, preach. And so. Yeah, like Laura, I, I mean,
2: the, the bar owners, the foreign school, yeah. Laura, and it's all interconnected now, everybody. And you can all, you know, promote each other and work e- on, on getting each other better. Well,
1: and that's the thing. And that's what we lack here. Like Laura is amazing because like I met her through holy high mm. and. I was, yeah, I was a nobody then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm still technically a nobody sometimes. Wait anyway. till this podcast goes up, dude. I I, I'm hoping, you know. You know? <laughs> but uh, no, so I, I took a picture of her, mm. but I was just doing my thing, you know. I love <coughs> taking pictures of people, mm. and she was just out there dancing with the people, and she, like, spun her head around, and so her hair just kind of, like, spread out, yeah. right? And it was such a greatest picture like i can't find it now yeah. <laughs> hunt. like my hard drive like but uh she loved the picture and then after that you know she because she has her own business as well uh, doing you ever, like a you ever wellness sharing, don't you? yeah yeah exactly Very nice. you know doing There's
0: free wellness. promotion <laughs> but uh, <laughs> or i'll mosaic that later <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh yeah and then so she wanted to hire me but she needed to be like professional so i had to because of her like i had to go to uh tax office yeah tax office right and establish myself as a business yeah. and then that way she could write it off you know because uh she got like a government grant or something like that right. to help cool. her with the business and so everything was official yeah. and then from that moment on i she's introduced like she introduced me to uh Gorilla brewing because uh they were having like this dinner event the food was amazing by the
0: way I watched that. Yeah, I the, I, watched, I saw your picture on that. I yeah. saw the. I dude. That one shot. I think it's <clears> a couple guys sitting on a bench. Black and white shot. You're a little bit behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, very nice. Thank very you. Nice. <laughs> you. You've captured the what what I expected that place to to look like on a, like a Friday
2: night. That's like the dream for here to have that kind of synergy of of the foreign community and and the Koreans as well that you know appreciate and buy in and and you know just all work together for for the benefit of all.
1: But that's kind of the thing. I mean, like. Uh, and I've always said this it's like these days like sometimes I hate people because it's like I mean I don't hate them like hate them. <laughs> right, but uh, it's just you have a lot of people who are like that You know, they want to reap the rewards of being a part of a community, mm. you know, but they don't want to give back Contribute, no you know, contribute. and that's you know, I mean, that's not just Korea or United States Like every What was that teachers that
2: website? Expat that. teachers in Korea or something? Or Yeah. It was all free for a while and then it was like okay like 90 percent of people are just taken from here yeah and yeah. then they then they instituted that you got to contribute five lesson plans or something before you can take something yeah up, yeah, yeah which is a good way but to like, do it and
1: that's i mean that's kind of been like my philosophy on life i mean you get out
0: of things but you put into it so Absolutely. you know and I that's something <clears throat> i've come to learn over over time too that there's no satisfaction in anything if you're not putting any effort right if you're not whatever you can i always even for my students i I tell them like, if I just give you the heavyweight champion boxing belt or UFC belt, like, does that mean anything to you? Like, no. Like, well, you know, it's because you haven't put any effort into that, into that thing.
2: We had one last week on personal mottos from my students were doing Mm -hmm. my course. And the one guy from Uzbekistan and he had a a Latin one and the, the translation was to struggle is to win and i thought wow that's awesome and i said what is it what does it mean i asked him he's like well you know if i just get the reward without doing anything i don't appreciate it but if i struggle along the way that's winning because i i had to use my own power energy sweat tears ideas to to accomplish something so i thought wow that's pretty good for a for a 20 year old from uzbekistan that was that was a good answer yeah or a or a good find right regarding the now so now you're it's kind of a, a more of a business now mm-hmm. than just a hobby. What What is your line between, OK, we'll pay you. We need you to do something, but we want you to do it this way. Oh,
1: that's not my way. Um, It'd be the same. Well, that's the thing. Like, if Where I'm, do
2: you where do you draw the line on those kind of situations? It's
1: a slow transition. Right? Well, no, like for those kind of situations, like I want you, the
2: money, but I want to keep.
1: No, 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 like, yes, the money, you know, especially with Corona, like the money, like everyone needs money these days. I mean, <laughs> we need to survive, yeah. you know. Uh, Especially like if you're teaching English privately and all those students are kind of like dropping, Mm. right? But um, for me, like I said, the needs of the client are paramount, Mm. right? And that's it. So as a photographer, you can say, all right, this is my style. But if the client wants something specific, you either have to admit, well, that's a horrible thing to say these days, right? But you have to be honest and be like, I can't do that for you. Mm. I like that's not within my skill set. This is what I do. And I have to say that. Mm. So like when people ask me, like, oh, we want you like, yeah, the maternity shoot. i would never done one before. Mm. So I was really nervous, but I told them I was upfront. I was like, I haven't done one, but you know, please tell me what style you guys want. Mm. And so they gave me pictures like we want like a spring theme. And I was just like, okay, but like. For the week before that shoot, I was up every night looking online. What's a good shot? What are good poses? These kind of things. So I was making sure that I could, you know, uh, rise to the challenge. Yeah. But, um, yeah, part of part of building a career. And that's that's your struggle that you're going through. Right. right? But like, I think that's the big thing It's especially, I mean, if you're going to be professional at anything, you know, the client, what the client wants is what they should get. Mm. If you can't give that to them, be honest and be like, all right, you need to find someone. You else. can't bullshit. The, the pictures are gonna show in the
2: end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I mean, even for us, like, there's some people we could have on that are probably pretty controversial, and it might make us a one hit wonder. We might get eight million likes or whatever, but it's not. It, it's not our way. That's not. We're not just doing it just to to get that. You know, one hit wonder with some crazy guy coming on saying crazy stuff. Right, right. The same thing. I'm sure you can take some sexy pictures which would make you more famous but
0: in the end it, you can you can become famous every famous rich person said, it you get the fame you get the the rich but then when you reflect back what's the it comes down in the end it doesn't matter how much money how much fame success whatever it's your purpose in what your what your ultimate goal is and you like uh how do you say overcoming your obstacles or, or whatnot and it's if and you're always reaching towards your your goal man that's the that, that that's it in yet I we, we talk about it sometimes and I
2: wonder like if someone came to us and said okay you guys we like this we'll give you this much money or we want to sponsor you or do this but we want you to change it to this style a little bit because we think that's better would you would you sell out would you do it or just say hey listen buddy we're doing our way well, keep, the, keep mean, your money again
0: it's it, it's the you can equate that to his to his um, maternity shoot right right well, he hasn't done it before and there there's give and take it doesn't have you don't want to create the false dichotomy of you, you have to do it this way you have to do it that way. i'm sure there's some negotiation and in, in um that would take place but yeah i'm not I, i'm not starting a jerry springer. <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> jerry springer i
1: just take it as like i mean everything in life is a learning opportunity sure. you know and so like you go through this you try it and then some you know some things are going to be perfect But a lot, I mean, that's photography, like 99% is going to be like crap. Mm. But for that 1%, that 1% is going to be amazing. Mm. And that's what you go for. And so, because once you get that shot, you realize, okay, this is the setting. This is what I did. This is the lighting. Okay, great. All right, good. Next time, how can I apply this? So I have like, you know, a 2 percentile, a 3 percentile. But like, you take what you learn from previous shoots to improve upon
0: yourself. Yeah. You know, and that's anything, music, you know, guitar. You know? uh, yesterday when I uh, I messaged you there about your philosophy and you oh, said yeah. you were in the well I, I don't want to dive deep into it but that Uber Uber, Mensch, yeah, Uber yeah yeah that yeah. that's do you know that Nietzsche yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's that's part of it right where you can you're always striving to to become that one percent and you can't always be there but when you're there recognizing you're there is a, is a good thing and it, I think it's impossible to to stay at there, to sustain that that yeah. level, but it's that striving, always trying to become a better a better you. But that's kind like of it, the it. thing though. I mean, like, if you look at
1: a lot of people, especially today with like social media, everyone's always like, oh, I've got so much farther to go. I've got so much farther to go. <laughs> and the thing is like, for me, like, that's never gonna stop, that's, especially in photography. Tech gets better. Uh, different uh,
3: trends get you know, yeah, changed. think of the
2: evolution over the last 15 20 yeah, years. Exactly. I mean, but that's a good if you didn't a, change, you'd be obsolete, right? Right, I mean, and
3: that's the other thing that was but, depressing, though. Like, I learned how to use the portrait lens uh-huh. and I figured out how to take like blurred background and then take a very nice pictures, <laughs> and then you get softwares doing that automatically, but <laughs>
1: yeah, it's still not the same. Mm. You know, it's not
3: the same where it's a little depressing we'll like keep okay you now you got it I bought a new phone and it's better than my camera <laughs> yeah there is that I mean some people are
1: taking amazing pictures with their cell phone Right, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: but I, I said, I, I mean for me that's and that's kind of the thing like if you want to find out how good you are right, you don't look forward you look back mm. Right, and that's kind of the thing because you know whenever especially when you're learning something new it's you know like again like I said earlier like everyone wants to see for, oh, I can't do this I, I still have to do this Oh, this isn't right mm. but if you look back it's like okay where was I yesterday mm. I I was here today I'm like 50 percent farther mm. than that it's like, okay that's great you know and then every day you know if you look at how far you've come Absolutely. that's mm. you know that's the journey
0: and if you want to if you want to compare to to everyone dude that's what is it comparisons of thief of joy yeah <laughs> you know that's the you can in in monetary terms, I mean, it always just goes to Bill Gates or, or Zuckerberg, yeah, and yeah. it's you'll always feel like shit if you're comparing yourself. To him. But um, oh, not Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Bezos. yeah, how does he get out of there? Again? I I won't be making anyone <laughs> pee in water bottles. I love the uh, I, I love the Have you seen the rice analogy of how much money he has? It's like if the average person has a hundred thousand dollars, he puts one grain of rice. He's like, and this is like the average actor who has like two million dollars. He puts what, 20 pieces of rice, he goes, and here's Jeff Bezos, and he, dude, <laughs> yeah, he's got like a tarp full of rice, <laughs> it's unreal, he's measuring like kilos and kilos of rice, yeah. whoa, it's uh, it's wild, yeah. Anyways, is,
2: is, is, is there anything or anyone that would be your dream kind of shoot, I, I mean, like in your, now in Busan or whatever, is there anything you would really love to do that you haven't been
1: able to do yet, or, I mean as a subject, yeah, um, or, or a theme, or, or a special project, or, well, yeah, there's a couple of things that I have, I have in mind that I want to do. Like, um, I would love to do that, kind of like a ballet dancer in like the city. Oh, I saw you yeah. So, like, because, like, Somiad, for example, has like a lots of lights at nighttime. It's really cool. So, but like doing stuff like that, that'd be cool. Martial artists, you know, that kind of thing, because, you know, it. it's all really big action, mm. you know, especially, and especially if you have like the city as a backdrop, it's just the contrast between, but, you know, the guy wearing, like, the martial arts uniform and then the big city. Mm. It's just like, ah, okay. That's cool, man. Yeah. So stuff like that. But um the majority of my thing is just kind of like, if, oh, yeah, if there are people who, uh, any sort of social movement, something like something where it's not getting the attention that it deserves, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So if it promotes awareness, I want to be there. I want to capture that. That's awesome. But in terms of, like, doing someone famous, all this other stuff, that's not... I mean, it'd be great if I did it.
2: Not on the top of the list.
1: But like for me, I want, I want, I don't know, I, I guess it sounds horrible to say that, but like I want my photog- photography to be accessible. I want people to look at that and like, that's cool, I like that. Mm. I want that for me, you know, not, oh, this is Photoshop. This is that, this is this. I want people to think this is real, you know, this is my family. This is this, you know. Cool.
2: Well, on the topic, how much time do you spend editing and, and Photoshop or anything on your, on your pictures?
1: Well, it depends on the image like i mean sometimes <laughs> you know, like sometimes like if i completely screw up then yeah. it's just like oh crap i gotta do this i gotta do that <laughs> but um i mean ideally you want to get it perfect in in camera first mm. but um yeah i think like the shortest time editing the picture was probably like 30 seconds because there's like this is almost perfect okay mm. good you know the longest it's probably i've done like an hour to an hour and a half because no. like I'm going over certain things, trying to get this out, you know. Um, I
2: think that's what's discouraging. Like I have a DSLR, but man, I think that's part of the discouraging part. Is I look at other people, I think, but man, they just edit the heck out of all these pictures. I right. mean, what this isn't this isn't original. Beyond
3: that, like, do you want a perfect picture as the end product, or do you want to? Means, how much do you rely on editing, like philosophy wise, like? He just well, said
0: he wants yeah. the real picture, but yeah, then he I followed mean, it original, up with, yeah. "I gotta edit them."
2: <laughs> you no,
1: know, like for me, that hour and a half that I was telling you about is because, <laughs> like, you know, I'm still, like I said, I'm at the very beginning of my game. Right. right. So, and there's always new editing styles, you know, and I have to learn them. And so It doesn't hurt
0: to play around with that. Right, know.
1: right, right. And so that's kind of the thing. So if I improve my editing skills, maybe that would only take me 10 minutes, mm. you know, but again, since I'm... and. Yeah, for that particular image, I wasn't sure which way I wanted to go. (laughs) Right? And so, like, yeah, it took me a a couple of tries. Yeah, normally. A
2: a lot of your self-portrait stuff online is related to these social movements. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's... Can you tell us a little bit about where that comes from and and why you want to be a part of all those specific or particular movements? Or should we go back first to your story
1: a lot of that uh, would uh probably with my story i think the background okay. is really important for that cool. sounds good tell us a little bit about so i'm adopted to uh i was adopted to a white family in the united states the kelly's like the kelly's you know we help each other yeah right that's that's the you know, motto that's yeah exactly so like every uh christmas eve we'd have like the, the nativity pageant mm. and then after that like the whole town would come to my house and we'd have a small christmas party right nice. and like every year we used to do that mm. and for me like as a kid it's like oh, not a big deal okay all these people yay wonderful but like i realized like as an adult that's like no it's, one does that that's a special that's brand. a special special yeah. like thing and but like um that really highlights my family i think i mean because like my dad oh like my dad was a renaissance man i mean he was like he sold the car and battery parts he worked at country clubs. But I think that was, um, like, he, yeah, when I was in elementary school, he was my ski instructor. Yeah. You know? So, but he had this walk-in diner. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, his name's Phil, but, like, that was kind of the joke. He was always at, the like, the heart of all the filibuster. <laughs> oh, <Okay. laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But, like, I mean, that was the thing. Like, he had his pulse, on, like, he had his finger on, on the pulse there. of, like, the community. And, like, you would have all these locals come in, and so we would, I mean they would talk about everything. Yeah. Politics, local politics, you know, national politics, you know, community, what's going on, this child, like mm-hmm. everything. And uh Sounds was, like an Oak
2: Dome coffee shop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, and then like later on, he also became like a I think Like the police and the community, they made this group for like um, juvenile offenders. Mm. And so when they went to court, like, you know, you'd have the adults from the community where they would like discuss with the police what they thought would be a better way of handling situations for children. And so like my dad was a part of that from what I understand. Mm. Um, So that's what I get from my dad's side of the family. Mm. Like he was always helping people, you know, but then. On my mom's side of the family, my mom was originally a dental hygienist. Mm. But then, um, you know, in the community that we lived in, uh, there were a lot of children with special needs, and well, children and adults with special needs, and there was no place for them to go. So, my mom, just with her personality, she was just like, okay, I'm not gonna wait for our community to have someone like this come here. So she decided to go back to college, became a speech pathologist. No, and then she started a daycare center from like the ground up with her best friend. Wow. And then like throughout the course of her life, she just kept, you know, kept building it and building it. And then eventually, you know, got government grants. And like a couple of years back, <laughs> a couple of years back, they built like this huge addition to it. And everything. No, so, um, but yeah, so as a kid, I've met, you know, people with like uh, physical and psychological handicaps. So through her, I have understand other people's struggles and, you know, those kind of things and and community needs. And so the whole community values thing has always always been a very huge part of my life. Absolutely. And so that's
2: isn't that the benefit of living in? I don't know how big your city or town is, but isn't that the benefit of small town? Well, like I, that's, I I, feel so lost in the big city, but growing up in Thunder Bay is 110,000, 120,000.
0: But well, that's the thing. When, when there's more people, you have less the, the diffusion of responsibility. Like Someone else is going to do it. Someone else is going to do it. Well, well, then,
2: and that, that's why I really like this. And Ulsan is huge. Ulsan like New York to me. I mean, right. this is
0: huge. Look at, and uh, people
2: say, oh, soul, soul. But I think the same of Vancouver and Toronto and New York. And I'm just, I feel out of place. They're good for three or four days to do the ooh and ah, mm-hmm. but... Man, it's nice to have that community and connection in the smaller places.
1: But I mean, like for me, I mean, just no matter where you go in life, there's always good and bad about everything. Absolutely. So, like, yeah, living in a small community was great because you get family values, you get Mm -hmm. you know the community coming together, closely knit. Um, What was difficult for me is that in my community, I was like one of three Asian people. Like my high school. Right. So Mm -hmm. growing up, like. For the, like I knew I was visually different than everyone else, you know, mm. but like, I mean, I used to have that all the time, people saying like, oh, you're not American, you're not American, go back to your country, all that other. And I was like seven years old, eight <laughs> years old, you know, so I mean. You can't even process that. Yeah, exactly. Go back to your country. You know, yeah. I mean, all the other kids got, you're fat, you're ugly, and me, you're not American. Like that, yeah. you know, so that's always like weighed on my heart ever since I was little. Mm. Right. But again. Well now, I mean that kind of brings us to where we are now with like the all the the Asian hate in the US and then uh, you know Black Lives Matter, all that stuff. But that's why I do it. Mm. You know, like one, like because I think to a degree, I think everyone is responsible to fight the good fight. Right? Yeah. Or at at the bare minimum, don't add to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean that's it. Like if, <laughs> on the far end of this game. You know, yeah. I mean, like seriously, like you know, if you want to be racist. and you keep that shit to yourself Mm. that's that's your choice i'm not going to change your mind absolutely right but if you go out there and you're hurting other people and you're making whatever community you're in a worse place fuck you yeah absolutely and and that's it and i think that's kind of the thing especially these days like because you have like cancel culture and like i mean for the united states we have the freedom of speech right so even if it's unpopular people have the right to say what they want Mm. right but you know there, there's a responsibility that comes with that sure you know so for me especially like with uh, my photography I think that's one of the things that's really important to me it's like you know, like I said earlier if you're gonna do something do it with purpose mm. and so for me like photography is one way I express myself and mm. always has been and it, for me that's it's it's a way to bring light to issues that need to be like uh, spoken upon yeah. and to be like showcase and so people know more about it and they can educate themselves. But more importantly, giving voice to those people who you don't hear. Yeah. So same thing, like people ask me like in Korea, it's like, you know, you did the whole Black Lives Matter thing. It's like, why? It's Korea. Mm. And, and that's kind of the whole point. It's like, right. it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you see something, speak up.
2: And that, that, that's, I think that's something that's really different this time. I'm probably since the George Floyd situation is that now just standing there and doing nothing is also, you know, you're guilty of, of contributing because you're not, you're not speaking up. You're not saying anything where I think in the past it was like, well, I didn't do it. I'm not, this doesn't affect me, but now it's like, well, no, no, that, that does because you didn't do anything and you watched it happen and you stood by. And, and now I think that's a different angle this time around with the racism and discrimination stuff that even people that do nothing, are being, you know, told, hey, you're part of the problem because you're not doing anything.
1: Right. I mean, that was the. I mean, that was the thing. Like, I had people in Korea ask me, the, like, "You're not black. Why do you care?" You know. But like, especially if, if you look at like history in the U.S. I mean, like, what first, you know, the the indigenous people of the United States. You know, mm-hmm. before the, the pilgrims and all that crap. Right. Mm-hmm. They came over, killed them. You know. And so, and then you know you have black slaves coming over, and then they. Mm. I can't even go there. The the stuff that black Americans have gone through is insane, and that's and that's probably the biggest understatement I could ever say in my Mm. life. You know, but then you know, fast forward to where we are now, and now it's the same thing. So we're seeing Asians, well, not to the extent that you know black communities in the U.S. have gone through, Mm. but again with all the Asian hate that's going on, and that's so for me you know, using photography as a medium to address these issues is,
0: um, sorry, hold on,
1: <laughs> lost my train of thought.
0: Well, I, I got, uh, I got a question there until you, until you catch up. If, you know, growing up in the States, you identified as, and you felt American, you're raised in, in, a, in, a, in a nice American family, what constitutes an American? Or what, like you said, that in America, people look, you're a visual minority, people are saying ah, you're not American, you come here, they hear a little accent in your voice, and they go, oh, you're not Korean. What I, I've been talking about this with students and my wife and my friends all week and trying to, not nail down, but trying to, to better understand what constitutes a, a Korean or what constitutes an American. Is it simply holding a passport? Is it being born in the country? Is it, uh, is it a subjective feeling? What, what would you, how would you define uh, a a Korean or an American? What makes someone American? What makes someone? What makes someone Korean? Is it? I mean, you can it's go down to cultural cultural practices. I mean,
1: uh, like it, identity. Well, for anyone, yeah. is extremely difficult. Mm. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, if if you want to put your finger on it and try to define it, it's it's really difficult. Absolutely. Like for me, it's the feeling. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, Yeah, Perfect example being a Korean American adoptee. So growing up in the United States people telling me you're not American You're not American. You're not American, right? Which is really different for me because like when I was born I wasn't American. Mm. So It's gonna sound kind of weird to say but for me in a sense, I'm I I Almost feel like I'm more American than people who are born in the (laughs) United States Because they were born that way they yeah. have no idea what it means not to be American, yeah. right? Right. So That's for them, point, there's right? no point of reference. It's yeah. just like, um, what was that? There was a, a thing on social media back in the day where like, these ch- like a teacher brought in, like took all the desks out, mm. right? And so all the kids come to class, see, there's a classroom, it's empty. And the kids are just sitting there, it's like, what the hell? Mm. Right. And then she had like milit- like army soldiers or something like that and they're all carrying a desk, mm. right? And they come into the classroom, each shoulder, a soldier holding a desk and putting it into place, right? And the teacher basically told the kids, it's like, you guys are here because these people fought for you, no, no, no. right? Mm-mm. Like, you guys literally did nothing. You are reaping the rewards of these people's, like, yeah. you know, of their effort and what they have done, right? And that's kind of... The, so for me, that's kind of what I think about a lot of people in the United States right now these days because you have these people like you know I'm the true American right. you know and it's just like your, your like your ancestors came from another place everyone in America is literally <laughs> exactly. from another place Pretty much and right. you have the audacity to tell me I'm not American do you even know your cultural background yeah you know and that's kind of the thing because like I got every racist name like in the book thrown at me as a kid mm-hmm. I mean people would call me like, you know, I'm not every say racist, say yeah. name. <laughs> you know, like the C word or the N word, you know, or the, you know, the S word. Mm. Man, I'm like, I'm not Spanish. I'm not black, mm. you know, and then like even for Asian countries, you know, like how easy would it be for them to ask, oh, where is, what's your cultural ethnicity, mm. right? They don't. They played the guessing game. No. Are you Chinese? No. Everything are you Korean. Japanese? No. I mean, we. Are you Vietnamese? I'm like no. Yeah. I said you know Russians are Asian too. <laughs> you know, or you know for that matter. I. Why didn't you suggest? Are you Lebanese? You yeah, know, absolutely. but like no for them. And the, and I think that's kind of the thing these days. If you look at like the whole Asian hate thing, all these ignorant people like spewing that hate. Mm. They just everyone's Chinese. That's it. Yeah. You know, in Asia, like they don't. I mean no in the US, they don't differentiate between right. you know, this is Korean, this is that, you know.
2: So. You said you said it it's a feeling. And I think the the feeling can change. Oh definitely. Do you agree? I think when I go to Canada, I'm like, holy shit, I'm not Canadian. I'm so different. I feel so different than these people. But I know I'm Canadian, but what then I think what is Canadian? And when I'm in Korea, I think, okay, I'm I'm much I, I feel like I fit in here or kind of, even though I know I don't fit in and I'm not Korean, but I feel like I I'm Korean um, in in many ways. Even though it's obvious that I'm not, but it, it, would it change if I got the citizenship? Does that mean I'm really Korean now? Well, it doesn't change well, there's, anything, there's right?
0: Subjective and subject of an objective
1: measure, right? but that's kind of the thing. That, like paper, yeah. Even if you do get citizenship, mm-hmm. that's a piece of paper. It, exactly, it doesn't right? change anything, mm-hmm. right? So, and that's kind of the thing because like you have a lot of these issues, like people. Um, what they identify with, Mm -hmm. so like, you know, it's like transgender, like, you know, is this person a woman? Are they a male? Like, you know, what pronoun do I use? Mm -hmm. Whatever. And you've got a lot of people who are just like, Oh, this is stupid. Oh my God, there's only men and women. Mm -hmm. It's like, and I think I would like to believe that we've evolved to be like, you know, to be more understanding, be more, one more understanding of each other, but not to think so linear, like when black and white, you know, because like at the most, I mean, at the end of the day, the the rule is very simple because you have a lot of people that, well, how do I, refer, uh, how do I uh, address them? How do I refer to them? It's like you refer to them the way they want to be referred. Mm. It doesn't matter if you agree, disagree. If they identify woman, they are a woman. That's how you treat them. If mm. they identify with being a male, then that's what they are, you know? And it's like, again, even if it's something that's out of your realm of experience, it doesn't, like,
0: doesn't give you the right to... Uh, to uh, shit on their yeah to on, shit on, on their uh, on their lived experience right, right exactly <clears throat> i wonder if um, it seems like we're, we we're all arguing the same it's it's pretty much a subjective experience how much of it i wonder is subjective and how much of it is like uh, your own feeling of in my example like oh i'm i'm canadian or or i'm korean or whatever Versus the the opinion of other people. I wonder how much the opinion of other people really weighs in on on our conscious or or determines our um, our feeling of being or You know what I mean? Do you understand like uh, in that way? I'm
2: point zero percent Korean (laughs) (laughs) But but this is like when we have the Ghanaian guys in and stuff and they go holy shit Like you know more about Ghana than I do Mm. And the same in Korea, like my first five years, I think every weekend we went to a different festival, city, town. Mm-hmm. We traveled the whole country top to bottom. And most Koreans have been to the same five or six places. Yeah, right? Yeah. And they're yeah. like, wow. So everywhere I've, I've traveled pretty extensively. And when I go, it's not just two and three days. I go to get to know it, to see it. Mm-hmm. And, and those people go, wow, you, you know, probably more about my country than I do. Mm. And that's the same as you saying, you know, I'm the more I'm the real American, but. But you know way more about the history and what it's like to be American than they probably do. So you have more points of reference, right? To,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. To do so, then the I think the next in in my train of thought, the next thing is uh, when when we talk about LGBTQ or being Korean or American or how much of where we're from, how much of your identity is where you're from? Mm-hmm. Why why should you know if you're if I'm Canadian, is that half of my identity? Should I, you know, I'm I'm a dad, I'm a brother, I'm a son, I'm a I'm a teacher, right. a sweet podcaster. Um, <laughs> you know, whatever. I think we
2: pick and choose which one fits the situation, right? Because yeah. the- when America does something dumb, we say, "Hey, I'm Canadian."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: when when Korea does something good, we say, "Hey, Korea rules at coronavirus. Look at us, we're doing good." I mean, so you just I think we pick and choose whatever fits. So You just
0: adapt. The whatever the narrative is, you're just Father's Day. I'm dad of the year. (laughs) But I don't know. I think how much, how much should be like, how much should you, you know, if this is, if this is you, you're, you're a million things. You're a photographer. How much of it even like, is is it important where you're from or like, I think what's important is what's on, what's on Instagram because,
2: because what we've learned from doing this is that bringing in people. I mean he's never met you. I met you a few times but bringing in people that we've known for 10 years and bringing them on here, we learned so much about them that we didn't know <laughs> and we've always thought of them as this but now we we know so much more about them and probably our perspectives have changed. so I, I don't know how much can you know and these days with the superficial social media, you know what's portrayed on Instagram. Mm-hmm. so
3: maybe you can like have a guess measure whenever you say like for example Korea. Like, you say, we are doing good. Yeah. So you automatically identify with yeah, this yeah. community, right? Yeah. When you say Canadians are whatever, then you say us or we. Probably. So whenever you yeah. start associating, you can have a vague idea for yourself. but Probably mm. it's very hard to objectively say that. Stereotypes may be
0: a good measure, but not the only measure. Right, right. I mean, shouldn't be the... I just think too often we're focusing... We We, we boil people down to one... To one thing yeah you you're, pigeonhole them uh, yeah you're you're american you're you're this you're you're korean that automatically puts you in this but we should we should be telling more or maybe tra- But when we say you're
2: american isn't it because you were doing something very Stupid. american <laughs> I mean you're not known as that american guy because you never go around thumping your chest saying i'm american I mean we know that because you do that if you're posting photographs online every day of cool stuff then we assume you're the photographer, and you're not a musician. But if it was music stuff online all day, then we'd probably say, "Hey, Lee Kelly, the musician."
0: That's okay. Maybe going forward, everyone should I don't know. I'm giving advice here to ask <laughs> ask for more pictures. <laughs> yeah, can you, so, can you no, show us maybe all we the representative pictures? We want a little bit more <laughs> maybe yeah. We should try and try and flavor our our view of of people to more than just one thing. Not just not just story. a squat <laughs> champion. Oh yeah. well my Instagram. <laughs> What what happens when you hit the search bar on Instagram? Do you get Do you look at cameras or are you seeing chicks squatting? Is that, <laughs> is that just me, <laughs> dude? Yeah. It's, it's a but, it's a lemon parade. But
2: I think it's the algorithm. These guys have hundreds of thousands of of spectacle whatever they're called supporters, <laughs> visitors, yeah. people, and so they're the ones that the algorithm makes them pop up because they're yeah. the ones getting and and like there's this group uh, of these young women who are all you know in, into this gym phase or this body conscious phase yeah. and it, it's non-stop and i'm like where how come my thing isn't all hockey? No, but hold
0: on, that's a thing like though. that's what it should be it should be all hockey. We've been following more on the on the This Korean life page, we've been mm-hmm. following more hockey things, the, the podcast and, and yeah. hockey fights and whatever. So
2: <laughs> Squat, 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 highlight real goal. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Squat,
0: squat, squat, Guy missing to a <laughs> <too. laughs> yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, that's so funny.
3: But, How about this though? Like yeah. you can't define what you are or whatever, but YouTube knows exactly what you identify with. That's that, that's a but funny that, one too.
1: yeah You really got to see people as people. It it's down okay. to the individual. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's it. Like not. I mean, it's not. You know, it's not the nationality. It's not like you know the. All right, this guy's a dad. That's it. You know, I think like people these days. I mean, there's well no people have always been like very multi-talented yeah exactly multi-dimensional but yes yeah, yeah, sure you know i mean being a dad isn't the bane of your existence being american or right. in my case being a do- an adoptee isn't the bane of my existence you know being an adoptee is a big part of who i am yeah. you know when i was little like the racism and stuff you know and the bigotry and all that yeah. other stuff that i that i experienced is a part of who I am. Being co- uh, Korean by blood is a yeah. part of who I am. Being married is a part of who I am. You know, so the idea that you know when you see someone that they are something just because
0: that's what the stereotype are. Mm.
1: that's your opinion of them,
0: you know. It, it's it, it's a measure of someone, but again, not it's not the full it's not the full story. And going, we should everyone should be doing a better a better job of trying to learn more about people. I, I, Especially I mean, with the like,
2: globalization. I mean, it, it's it's a shame that we're not closer and we're getting more and more divided when mm-hmm. we have so much more ability to become closer, whether it's so to learn about other people's stories. And that one kills me. I mean, from living and working in Africa and, and all over Asia, man, it's so cool to meet and, and just be together with other people and different people. Of corona's taught us anything. Right.
1: <laughs> but it's it's kinda of funny because for me when I was younger, that's kinda of like my idea of like life is like, I mean, in a sense, like I hate people, but I love individuals, you know? Because that's the thing. Like when you meet an individual, you're getting to know who they are, what they think just by themselves. Yeah. But when you start putting people together in these larger groups, then... Like the you know the individual starts to lose themselves a little yeah. bit because they're gonna like try to meld
0: uh, with the rest of society. There we go to the to small town versus versus right? the big city. Exactly,
1: yeah. and so the more yeah I think the more one travel more mm. <laughs> you know because if you want to know more yeah. about your own Prices. country, the best way to learn Prices. about you know the things that you take for granted mm. you know is to leave your country, go like you know for at least a year, mm. learn something different. And then go back to the country. And you will see, oh my God.
2: Yeah. I, you know? I, I thought after going to West Africa, um, I was there for quite a while. And I when I came back, I thought if I ever won the lottery or was one of these millionaire guys, I would love to implement a program across Canada that high school seniors have to do at least one semester in a developing country. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And not a sheltered NGO, you know, something, something. Yeah, like, yeah. Nah, like, really, like do a real thing that... That, that would give you so much direction in life and so much
0: no I think I disagree. sorry to yep yeah. Yeah. it has to be a, it has to be a feeling from within. you can't just but I think so many people say, oh I can't I
2: can't backpack across West Africa it's too hard. Well, it's not you're just too scared to take the risk. I think if everybody you know if you had the opportunity and it was in a certain form, you would do it. And I think for a lot of high school most juniors or seniors, Lots are unsure of themselves and lots don't oh should I, should I not? They're just not they just don't have the opportunity. They don't have the money. They don't mm-hmm. have I gotta quit my job. No, no. It's it's a prerequisite to graduate is you have to do at least six months in a developing country doing some kind of humanitarian work. Well, yeah, maybe we'll I, I think that. it would open your eyes and half the people would change what they want to do or how they want to live their life. But now it's only the few people who have this feeling mm-hmm. who go. But I think so think- many more people traveling's not for me. Well, I'm not saying you have to travel like I do with the rats and cockroaches running over you at night. There's (laughs) other ways
1: to do it, but I think everyone should at least have an opportunity to try doing it. Well, like, that's the thing. I mean, it's not even, I mean, yeah, it'd be great if you could travel to another country, but you don't even need to travel to another country. Exactly. You know? Mm -hmm. I mean, just moving to a, I mean, not that's like physically moving, you know, to a new house, you know, but uh, like, the if Aboriginal you, reserves in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So find a group in your community that you know that's being marginalized. Go meet mm. them, talk to them, listen to their story. Yep. you know, and see, and then from there, see what you can do to help. Yeah, you know, and so like everyone has a gift. Mm. Everyone has something that they can give back. Now a lot of people don't have the, like you know, the emotional support from people saying. Hey, try something new. Try this. Try that. You have a gift. Just find it, Mm. right? But like, once you find that, go out there. Give it to the world. You know. And if everyone in the world had that mentality, the world like how awesome of a place would the world be?
0: You know. Yeah. Absolutely. So
1: if you're a musician, teach music. Mm. If you're a photographer, go out there, take pictures of people, help them. You know. Or I mean, if you're an engineer, you know. Go build a well for someone. Yeah. I mean, like seriously, like it's it's really easy. The idea of you know pay it forward. I mean,
0: or yeah, yeah, everyone has something to give. I wonder too what education systems are doing here and around the world to promote finding that, or how much of it is just put your head down, you know, kind of, uh, kind of uh, like mining, kind of. Mm-hmm imagine the education system kind of like mining your brain just for those specific subjects and not so much what you're interested in right? <laughs> kind of pi- pigeonholing you into into doing uh, a stem field or, or a history or something but
3: we have this system which is supposed like we we established in, in such a way that you get trained right mm. instead of you getting empowered like yeah. i think like slowly we will move to those parts where students will start exploring traveling or photography or whatever yeah i I mean with the currently there are like whatever like source social forces which prevent you from traveling Mm -hmm. whoever that can be like it can be a college or Mm -hmm. parents or society or whatever but with everything available
0: online now too that's it'll it'll open up more and and people have more avenues than than the the traditional like must go to high school and then four-year undergrad you know you're you're gonna have uh, opportunities (laughs) to explore more Oh, it's, that seems so outdated
2: now. Just uh, finish your high school, go get your arts degree, and then oh, 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 that move to Korea and be a teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the people. Not so glorified babysitter. Back to the people and seeing people who they there. Do you guys remember one on YouTube where there's a psychologist, I think, and she has a group of, whatever, 50 or, or 20 or 100 people, all different races, sizes, whatever, and she just asks certain things and says, if you have ever lost a child, step forward. Or or go to box A. If you've ever had a problem with your self image, go to box B. And that all these people realize how much they're all the same. Oh, that was yeah.
0: uh, wasn't it like a beer commercial, or was not so, sponsored so, yeah, by, something like that? It, it sounds strange, it, but I it, think that was it, sponsored by. Like really nice. Heineken or something. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard a different. I think one, but, I
2: think yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh, no, but they like,
0: can't see each other. I think that's the no
2: no. This one was a group of people, and they oh. were like, "You too." Oh, I thought we were so different because you're black and I'm Hispanic and holy shit, and they kept, and like, wow, we're, we're all the same? Holy, I thought I was the only one like this, and yeah. it, it was really empowering, and, and it really showed, you know, when you're alone, you think you're alone, but actually, there's a lot of people in the same right. boat. Oh, uh, There is
3: this YouTube channel called Jubilee. They do a lot of these things. Yeah. Like, do all black people think the same? Do all teachers think the same? They You start in a line, and then you separate as per your opinions. Yeah. I think that stuff's great, and great I also shot. think the... The
2: spitui test for the Korean DNA thing is also great. I'm only eighteen percent Korean. <laughs> they told me I'm a hundred percent. It's called a spitui test. Oh, spitui. Yeah. When true. you spit, you spit in the tube and and send it in for DNA analysis. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The uh, and and they they tell you your breakup.
0: Did you just make that word up? <laughs> no. Well, we used to use it chewing?
2: for for chewing tobacco. Yeah. Oh, okay. You Yeah. Spitui. Yeah. Yeah, I never heard that in my life. <laughs> he always thinks I'm making up words. He yeah, your yeah, your your presence now and I don't know how I've followed you for probably a couple of years, but is it is there a mental toll that it takes? Like you post so much stuff. Us with the NGO with We Hope and with this, mm-hmm. I've had to learn so much stuff for like I, I purposely avoided Instagram, all this stuff. You tried to get me on TikTok one day. It lasted one no. hour. <laughs>
0: Listen, my brain blew up. But
2: but this is a thing. Like, what are we willing to sacrifice to be successful? I'm not willing to get on TikTok yet. But I have learned Instagram, and it's still it's it's not comfortable or convenient for me. You're on there all the time. Does it play a mental toll? Do you feel you have to be posting all the time or certain uh, things all the time? But or if that's
1: your if
0: that's his calling. Or but that's, that's what I mean. Like, is, is
2: it your... just normal? Like, that's just. I do my 30 minutes or whatever every day or
1: Uh, there's
2: is it draining?
1: Is it taxing? Well, you mean like just putting things on social media?
2: Because I think you said that your your way is to take pictures and giving voice to the voiceless. And and I think your main your main vehicle is through social media. Is that correct? So if you want to do what you you think, like giving voice to the voice, I mean, you must feel like you have to keep putting this stuff out there.
3: Um, Is is that mentally draining or uh, Photography is maybe your true passion, but to express or to put it out, you have to do the social media thing, right? So, Um, Otherwise, nobody would see the work.
1: Well, right. There's like what I do sometimes can be very taxing because like, I mean, yeah. So for Black Lives Matter and then, you know, Stop Asian Hate, those Mm -hmm. things, I put it out there because, well, in my own head, I was going crazy. Mm, Right. And because like number one, like Black Lives Matter, like when there's the whole George Floyd thing, if I was in the United States, I would have been one of those photographers in that city taking pictures. Like I like I don't plane ticket, drive, I don't care. Mm. I wanna be there. Mm. I I wanna document that it's important. Everyone needs to see that you know this is what it means to be black in America, Mm. you know or or well and then now even now you know, the the Asian hate thing same thing the sh- you know the shit that Asian Americans are going through And it's crazy like i remember like uh being like going through high school and people it's these little comments here and there so i think one was like i was watching mississippi burning and one of the other like the, the white students like i got really angry and like it just i wanted like just punch everyone mm. you know because i'm watching that movie and i'm like oh jesus christ what the hell you know mm-hmm. and the kid like just turns around looks at me and says dude chill it's just a movie <laughs> right and but, th- but that was the point and to me that's like white privilege to look at that and be like dude it's just a movie mm-hmm. like fuck you that's someone's history right i mean i'm asian american not black and yet when i watch that if that was my family like this is my thinking right you know if that was my friend like yeah, fuck, yeah. you know Yeah. and then like everything that asian americans are going through right now there's that the older man who got up is like okay this is what it means to be asian american i am an american right he takes his shirt off and the guy had scars from like being in the war
2: right
1: right oh. and then you have you know uh uh what is that you know like american history i remember so they had, uh, what is that, basically prison camps, mm. right? So a lot of Americans are kind of like, oh, the Nazis, they were bad. But like, we got like, what, 30 second window of my high school teacher telling me, oh, yeah. But during, you know, World War II, we took all the Japanese American citizens and we put them in camps like Man- um, Manzanar, Manzanar, you know, and, but, but oh, we're not going to talk about it. And so for me, like, I had that very skewed view of, you know, American history, mm. you know? Because, like, a lot of history books, there's a lot of it where it's, like, white history is American history. Like, because you have, like, uh, so, like, Chinese Americans, you know, they built the railroads, right. all that stuff, right? But again, that never story talked about never talked
0: about. Never talked about. It. about
1: it. You know? And so, so with photography, finding those underrepresented people. Yeah.
0: and. Say, tell hey, get out
1: there like educate yourself
0: what's uh what's Rage against the machine who controls the past controls or you know yeah. if you control the uh, yeah, yeah, if yeah you control the media yeah, there is
3: always this like mainstream narrative and that's where like people like you are very important to expose things which are not being covered in those yeah. things yeah but so for me like with my own struggle with racism and stuff it's a big reason
1: why i do it because like you know, like i said last year it was you know the native americans this year it's the black it's black people next year it's the jewish people the, the year after that you know it's going to be you one of these days mm-hmm. you know and that's right. that's it so like for me like i'm 40 now and just i mean there's always been asian hate mm-hmm. here and there just stupid comments but like now the degree of hate we're seeing is just insane i was so, i was going to ask
2: you do you think that it's been overshadowed by the black racism and discrimination because I, I think even in Canada growing up I remember a couple Asian students and when I reflect and look back and I think wow they probably feel exactly like you and and the majority of people thought it was innocent and just but I think I, I wonder as an American do you feel like that because you never really hear about Asian hate in the news it's always about you know black problems black discrimination black but do you feel that it was kind of overshadowed and it was always lurking there? It was always there, just not in, in you know, plain
1: view for everyone to see or? That's tough. I don't know. Ignorance is ignorance. All right. And so for me, one of the stupidest things you could do is like compare suffrage. Who wants to win that contest? yeah <laughs> I'm not more so, oppressed than you you know, <laughs> yeah. you know my life sucked more than your life did yeah. you know like I mean no but but so, but, but, but but when I was but 12, like, and so like for social media when I'm posting stuff I've seen that like you know like you know oh if black people have had so much worse than you suck it up you know or like <laughs> you know and actually that was like someone else like, you know it was a white person who commented on that which was weird right but anyway yeah it doesn't make a difference thanks for weighing like, in Bill Yeah, but I mean, yeah, so ignorance is, you know, ignorance has always been there. It's just these days, it's much more mainstream.
2: Oh, but that's what I mean, that now there's being light shed Uh uh, on the Asian discrimination, which has always been there, I I believe. Mm -hmm. But maybe, I mean, even I mean, for me, since Rodney King, I mean, it's it's been nonstop. Mm -hmm. That There's always something in the news about racism or discrimination against black people. But but rarely have you ever heard anything of that against Asian people. But, Which right. I think now, now that it's mainstream, now people are going, oh yeah, 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 we get it all the time, all the time, and I think well, it's a real eye opener well, for people. We Wasn't well, there we, someone who said Asians are the perfect neighbor?
1: No, no, that was it. We are the ideal minority. Right. right. Okay. Because you work hard right. and you we're don't hard, complain. We're educated. We don't complain. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah. Which is yeah. Sick
2: thing. No, but I I, I just yeah, I exactly. that one pops into my mind and go. I remember there was a stereotype or something and, and so, I'm pretty sure it's an American one. Yeah. That, yeah. The, what is it? Yeah. The so best the minority or something. Minority,
1: there. Right. Cause like there's the other thing, uh, there's the Korean American actor, like Daniel Day Kim. Right. And he had that huge speech that yes. he gave to like, uh, the government. He was asking why aren't, you know, so when you're looking at, uh, his uh, statistics in the United States, African American, Hispanic American, Asians are all clumped into one group, right. or into so people asked, like, "Why is that?" Hmm. And these statisticians were like, "Because statistically, I it's ir- like voting? Uh, hmm? does it come down to voting?" So yeah, for vote yeah. no, but so statistically they're unimportant or something like that.
0: Oh, st- statistically uh,
1: insignificant. No, st- uh, yeah, statistically uh, irrelevant.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: which is like, which literally means you don't matter, which is screwed up.
0: Yeah.
1: you know, right, and like. Yeah, like Asian-Americans are like the largest, like, increasing like demographic Mm. or something like that. But again, so going back to the other question for, like, Instagram, like, is it taxing? Totally. Right. So, but again, for me, I took all that negativity. Like, for me, like, I wanted to punch people. I'm like, yeah, like, just social media suicide. I wanted Mm. to commit it Mm. because it's just like. All this crap, all this hate, you know, and then so angry, mm. you know, and I've always had anger issues. Mm. But like being adult is being an adult is like, okay, you've got this. All right, what are you gonna do with it? Right. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you are responsible for your own shit. Yeah. And you've got a choice. You're gonna take this and are you gonna let it destroy you? Or are you gonna take this energy and channel it into something productive? Right. And so for me, you know, I always take that and I put it into my photography yeah. or music. You know, back in the like, I would like these days, I'd be playing more music, but you can't play saxophone in the in an apartment it's like, you know, <laughs> you have a lot of people say, oh, she up the, you're too loud, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, that makes playing music a bit difficult. Yeah. But, you know, but especially as, these days with photography, you know, because I'm always shooting. Mm. And so take that, put it out there. And mm-hmm. it's good because I can put it out on social media and people see it and it's like, Okay, this is this is important. This is a thing that's going on. Okay. Good.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, man. And like you said earlier, you don't wanna if the social media and the the uh, the things happening in society are, are angering you, you don't wanna pile on. You don't you don't wanna add that anger or put that gas on the fire, right? right. You wanna you wanna twist that and, and but use like, it that's how we... it the other way.
1: Yeah, that's always the harder thing. I mean, because, you know, there was a monk in Korea that was like, "If you want to be happy, don't read the news," which I understand
0: that. You know, well, ignorance is bliss. Exactly, right, yeah.
1: ignorance is bliss. But like,
0: uh-huh. on the ignorance other- is also angry. <laughs> yes.
1: But on the other hand, you know, For if others. you're reading the news every day like murder, rape, you know, like sure. theft, all sure. this other stuff. And you see that all the I mean, it it is like being a police officer. Imagine spending yeah. your whole life
0: almost right? did it, man.
1: Right. Yeah. And then dealing with all like the horrible people out there and what they do to other yeah. humans right? and then like trying to have a Sunday dinner with your family, Yeah. Now knowing that this happened. Police these officer, there, firefighter, you know, social worker. Yeah, lots yeah, of them, exactly. Anything, yeah. Exactly. Lots of them. And so, yeah
2: it's not easy. Shifting, shifting a little bit here, being adopted is a big part of you. How do you feel about adoption in Korea? And has it, do you think it's changed or do you think it's come a long way um, in, in the last, whatever, 20, 30, 40 years? Because I know, well, working at the orphanage and going out to the orphanage and stuff and having some talks out there and them, it, it's very different here than it is in, in Western countries. But do you think it's made a lot of progress? What do you think the future is? is it getting brighter or is it still
1: actually i'm not as well versed in that as, a, as i would like to be mm-hmm. but um i don't know like has adoption in korea gotten better i would say like yes compared to what it used to be
2: at least it's know, documented for, for, now
1: for the yeah for, for domestic adoption like there are increases and mm-hmm. which is good because like i've seen uh like posters here and there saying like you know promoting adoption like very far and few between but right. still the mere fact that they have posters out there like that is just that's a, huge. Okay, yeah. that's for Korea, that's huge. Because, yeah. I mean, Korea is very much a homogenous society, mm. right? And they think, you know, like they've said that all, like I get this all the time, even still, you know, that the, the quote, that blood is thicker than water, right. Yeah, yeah. right? But, and that's not even the complete quote. But again, because, you know, the Confucian ideas in Korea, for them, that's family, you know, that's their idea of family. Um, uh, Not mine, but anyway. So, yeah, adoption rates. In Korea have gotten higher which is good mm. you know because it means that um, families in Korea have more money they have more wealth and they're thinking well for Korea outside the box yeah, yeah. that you know what I like so for, for women they have that option I don't want to get pregnant but I want to have a kid well adoption okay mm. so if families are having that conversation it's Korea, become an option that's great mm. I would say the real like, for me the difficult part is the children who are not adopted mm. So from what I understand like the benefits are basically so children any child who gets put into the orphanage system in Korea if they're an orphan for like 6 months they don't have to go to the military that's what I heard but um other than that if they age out of the system right, the government gives them 3000 yeah they of like $3000 yeah, and says yeah go out there oh no, they're going to say a month no 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 no, no, no. I th- Forever? No, that's or, it. Once they age out, here's $3,000. You're on your own now. At what, 18? Right? So once they graduate high school. So yeah. 19. Right. Oh,
2: well, do Brian? you remember the maple tree prog- project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, so that's, that's exactly what it is. And it's one of the things I said now, if I ever had money now, I would follow those guys. <laughs> they they pay the tuition and the room and board for whatever, a couple students every year, but they pay it for their whole university term <laughs> because the problem is they, they get They get put back into the the vicious cycle where i have to work so i can't pay my rent so i can't study hard Mm -hmm. so i get bad grades so i can't go to good and this just says hey that's a huge focus on focus on Uh your studying we'll take care of everything focus on your studying and get out of the system and now these guys are becoming social workers and they're advocates and and they're a huge that's a huge barrier to learning man if you you got that
0: debt or or increasing debt piling 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 that's sure that's not easy but and that's kind Mm -hmm. of the thing like a lot of
1: like, Korean students are successful because they have
0: parents, like, right, funding them, you know? Oh, so, if, if your only concern is, is learning the learning the material, that's not... not right, so you don't have to worry about anything else. Then mm-hmm. that's a huge burden off your back. My huge. students right? at Unist,
1: their parents are sending them pocket money. Yeah. Sending them pocket money in university.
2: And, because their parents want them to get A-pluses only mm-hmm. and focus on their studies and not have to worry about work. But then... They end up with C's, drinking and eating Chimek every night, yeah, 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 and mom's going, Oh, what happened? I gave you the pocket money so you could study, but now you got
0: B's and but you're because 20 have, no, pounds heavier. They have no no frame of reference, man. If, they, sure. if it's expected or whatnot, I mean, if they did my first year of uni, and then got pocket money, you'd be like, Oh, I don't have to work <laughs> two part-time jobs. But I just mean the I disservice the up, moms yeah.
2: are doing by sending them the pocket money. They have no idea they're doing way more harm. They it's it to be more
1: balanced. I mean, yeah. I mean, kids need to be
0: much more independent. It's so valued, right? Like, it, it's expected. It's not even.
1: I mean, and that's kind of the thing, especially for these you know, orphans. Like, if um, well, non orphans, if they get married, what happens, right? The families, you know, they come together. They help pay for the wedding, or a lot of uh, times, yeah, yeah. right? They'll they'll, right, put, right. they'll help yeah. uh, put down the uh, the down deposit so that they can buy a house.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, but if you're an orphan in the system, right? you Get three thousand. That's it. Right? and they don't even give it to you right away like it takes a while to get it apparently but like you can't even rent an apartment right with that yeah, yeah. Right. so wow, there's yeah until so, yeah. so I mean imagine being an orphan and trying to like you know to start a life in Korea well, you're, you're like, starting off behind the eight ball I mean it's, yeah. it's almost impossible to start with that yeah absolutely and so I mean yeah adoption has definitely improved in Korea there's a great you know Moved like strides here and there, but still, it still has a long, long way to go. There was,
2: I think, in the last two years, there was two pretty high-profile cases that have been in the news. Are you familiar with them? I'm not. The sure. Kara Kara boss and I forget the other lady's name. She was in Busan. I think she's from Daegu, and she was looking for a parent. She she had posted oh, she all had over
1: a, the court case. That right? was Kara boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I where it. her
2: father kind of said, "You're not mine." They right. they did the DNA and. And she went to the house and the sister said, get out. We don't, we don't know you. You're not part of our family. Right. That, that was one that got a lot of attention. (laughs) And the second one was this one. And she was all over the South here looking for any information leading to the orphanage that would be able to connect her to her mother. Um, Because I think they found the father potentially, but not the mother. And that's what she wanted. She just wanted to connect, Mm -hmm. reconnect. Anyways, I think those two profile, high profile cases have really opened Koreans eyes to what used to happen Mm -hmm. and, and how this happened you know 40 50 years ago and and now it's kind of being talked about in in more circles and i think that's a big a big deal for adoption awareness awareness awareness. is the first step
0: towards any any change yeah yeah
2: how do you how do you manage you mentioned music a couple times how do you manage your all this photography and and advocating and and your teacher career man some of your stuff online the waffles and pies and Ah. and fudge and and volunteering, how, how do you balance all this stuff? And, and what do you do when you're not doing photography and teaching? Is it making these pies and waffles? And
1: Because uh, it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Life is always kind of like that. It's like, no matter what, something's got to budge. So, like, um, trade offs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, for me, like back in the day, I used to do coding because I wanted to learn. Mm. But um, my photography started taking, you know, getting traction. And now it's like, you know, I'm getting money through that. So it's just like, okay, I need to focus on this, yeah. you know? And then from there, you know, so my photography has gotten better, but my coding is like, I don't code anymore. Mm-hmm. I might as well be a beginner, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? So, but um, in terms of food, I got to eat. <laughs> 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 you know? I mean, seriously, <laughs> I mean, eating the same, like, that's kind of the thing. You want to go out to eat, but Corona's like, ah, no, mm. you know? And so the only way you're going to be able to have like a diverse Diet. Diet, yeah, thank you. I It's if you make it yourself. Mm. So it's just like, I mean, seriously, like, Korea, really? Breakfast, rice. Lunch, rice. Dinner, rice. <laughs> dessert, you know. You know, rice, rice drink. Dessert, <laughs> you know? Rice but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, no,
3: you know, And actually, there's a funny story. <laughs>
1: there's a funny story. Like, like roast beef sandwiches are, like, one of my favorite sandwiches ever. R-B's. Right? Yeah. And the reason why is because, like, when I was adopted, uh, my parents they took me to the the, the mall right mm-hmm. on our way home, and so, this
0: is from what I read. This was your first like the, you you arrived yeah in I arrived America, yeah. in the U.S.
1: So my parents not knowing what the hell to buy me yeah. bought me a fucking bowl of rice. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting
0: down. They would get roasted on they, social media. Yeah, they, yeah. they didn't know. They're
1: like, oh, well, maybe he's used to the. So I've got this bowl of rice in front of me, and I look over, and there's my dad with this, like, roast beef sandwich, (laughs) right? So I'm just, like, I'm literally, like, looking at my bowl, look at my dad, Looked at my bowl, and then I just said "fuck it," and apparently I just grabbed my dad's sandwich out of his hand and started eating it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't remember it, but yeah. like, my dad told me the story, like, and so oh, now it's just, like, it became a like, it's like uh, now I remember it because it's a, you know, my dad told me like vividly. Yeah. how old you were know? you? I was four and a half. <laughs> You know, but like that was hilarious, you know, and like to this day, I right? I love roast beef sandwiches. No, like, oh, yeah. you know, like there's that thing like uh you know the kid who eats the madeleine and uh, madeleine whatever and like all of a sudden the memories come back and everything yeah. for me it's a roast beef sandwich no, no don't. <laughs> you know but like yeah so anyway for for korea ah. and the cooking that i do a lot of that's just because like you know like i said i want to eat diverse things right I'm just, uh, sick and tired of eating the same old thing all day yeah
0: did a lot of your cooking skill or inspiration come from phase three
1: uh actually n- not really like
0: just see just being in the in the environment in your dad's yeah, well, diner.
1: And, for those listening, yeah. that's my
0: dad's uh
1: walk-in diner.
0: Yeah.
1: Like my dad never saw like sat me down and said, son, this is how you make this. Yeah. I just, you know, you're around working right? with him, seeing what he did day after day after day. just kind of like, okay, I learned, you know, just from watching. Mm. You know? And so now certain things like like eggs, right? I make them the way my dad does, mm. you know. Without even thinking, she's like, okay, this, scramble it, nice and fluffy, you want this, you know. Um, For the love of God, don't put milk in there.
0: (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) I I almost said a drop of milk
1: for each. each, I I mean, you can, but like, eh, you know, like my dad did sometimes, but for Mm. the most part, I think for me, I was really lucky because like, my dad's a good cook and so was uh, my mom. Mm. So my dad would typically make breakfast and then like barbecue, right? And then my mom would make the dinners, so like anything in the oven. And so for me, like like I ate really well, nice. <laughs> you know. For cooking, I mean that's you know
0: like a man's got to eat. So sure, can you speak again to the um, to the to the feeling of your dad's diner, kind of at the at the center or the atmosphere around uh, around the diner at the center of your of your small town? That's the, I read and we we spoke yeah. about it earlier, but that, I think that's a really cool. That's a that's a very nice hometown feeling that uh, people would enjoy listening
1: listen to. You know the old day, like the, the TV show Cheers? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: I I kind of think of it like that, except that it's a walk-in diner. Okay. You know, you have like your regular customers that come in, um, you know, and you see them day after day. You talk about everything. There was this one guy, like my dad's, one of my dad's best friends, Dave Stone. Mm. And I remember because when I was little, like he would come in, always order a coffee. Mm. Dead heat of summer, mm. still always <laughs> order a hot <laughs> coffee. And mm. I'd ask him, I'm like, why? Like, aren't you hot? He's like, so, because I mean, most people, like, it's hot, I want a nice coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for him, he's just like, if you drink a hot coffee, it brings up your body temperature, mm. and then you don't feel the heat, mm. which... He, the yeah, Korean, this is this the Korean, this sounds pretty Korean. Sounds pretty Korean you have all these things you gotta that,
2: eat chicken on June 22nd yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, otherwise exactly. you're gonna be sick for the next two years <laughs> you know
1: but <laughs> it's stuck you yeah. know and then like every, and, and that's kind of the funny thing that's my story for him because like, yeah. it's like every time I drink a, a hot coffee it's because of him yeah. and like he was I mean yeah he was my dad's best friend every time I drink a hot coffee, it's like, I think of him because like, and that's kind of the thing when you grow up in a small community, it's these small things that you don't really realize mm. that you pick up from those small communities that become a,
3: a huge part, part of him.
1: who you are, yeah. you know, in a major city, like with certain, th- like you can do that in a major city, but in the major city, you like those kind of things happens when you surround yourself with like good people,
3: you have to make an effort, you have to make that, that effort sure. there. Yeah.
1: Whereas I think for, like in the country, like in small communities, a lot of time that, that uh, the connection is already
0: there, yeah. you know. And
1: so from that, you know, you, it just comes uh, comes more
0: naturally, yeah. you know. It seems like uh, like that was a nice place for people in the community to come and meet in a comfortable atmosphere, not necessarily involving alcohol, which is yeah, a yeah. lot of was cool in, in my earlier years here that, that everything revolved around a bar or whatnot. But I think as we get older, it's those things are kind of expanding.
2: It's breakfast at 6 a.m. like Big G yeah. goes for. I mean, the Oak Bank Motor Hotel or whatever, <coughs> Oak Bank Bar, they used to serve breakfast, and he'd go in for brecky and he'd come home, and, oh, Mr. John's combine broke down, and now he's got 600 acres of this spoiled. And, you anyway, know, you come in with stories from hockey and news and politics and religion, everything, just from sitting down. And I'm like, you're only at one table with two or three guys. How the hell do you know what's going on at, like, yeah, 12 yeah. other tables? <laughs> but that's how the old guys work.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I I know what you mean. Like, I mean, if you, if I look back on my life and I s- think about, like, the conversations I've had about drinking a beer with people versus sitting down and, like, having a coffee with people. Yeah, when you're sitting down with a coffee, sure. it's a much more intellectual conversation, you know?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> I always, yeah, I don't know. I just always associated, uh, we, we've gone out in past years trying to, uh, you know, try, to, try and discuss something serious, like, what about this business or this opportunity over <laughs> beers? And dude, it's like two beers in. We're like, nah, this, this shit ain't working. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. Like, Screw this. Let's talk <laughs> about something else. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't be serious at all with alcohol. There's zero. Yeah, there's just everything kind of <laughs> goes down four levels, and then in uh, the bad decisions ramp up. So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what is what is your perspective or outlook now on Korean food vs. you know your American upbringing kind of food? Do you crave that Korean food? I mean, we, I think. I don't know, between us we, we love it and I, I, I think now maybe I recognize it's probably one of the best cuisines in the world but what about for you? Nona just rolled over in her grave bro <laughs> no, <laughs> I, didn't say, I, didn't say, I didn't say Italian's not but See, it is, uh, it's, it's pretty amazing and there's still a lot of heart and soul in the cooking here the good, the at good home it's all good, microwave I
0: think the good thing or what I enjoy I think most about Korean food Italian food's so good but yeah. dude after you eat it uh-huh. first, like just a home cooked meal dude I just I can't move I got sixty Food gnocchis total. in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> sixty gnocchis. I gotta Do you ever get you gotta sleep that off? Yeah. So you go
2: you go and lay down for a minute and you're like, this is why dad used to lay down after dinner. <laughs> but my wife's like, don't lay down. It's bad by bi- jet digestion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get sick. You're gonna sit you're gonna get fabulous. I can't even move. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, you're supposed to lay down and just relax and, and for a couple minutes. Like so you a can, snake. You just eat a deer.
0: eat a deer you wait four weeks. For yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's good. Fine, digest. <laughs>
1: uh, no, for me, I just, I like all food right now. So, yeah, last week I had like so many different foods. It's not even funny. Mm. So I made like Italian they pasta with like a tomato pesto sauce yeah right it was like pre-made I didn't make it but
0: it was still pretty good the Costco pesto yeah I, oh I it. don't think I brought the pesto right? no I did uh, no I didn't okay oh, I don't need it <laughs> okay yeah sorry right. no, okay. so like I did
1: that I made a cheesecake because my wife asked me to make it and then let's see um you know like pad thai noodles right yeah you know? so tried that didn't come out near it. It closest like the pad thai I had in Thailand, right. like, you know, obviously.
0: <laughs> Grandma on the street with her two-sat cuisine, yeah. way better. Right? And it's so much better there, believe me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but then, let's see. Korean jolmyeon. Those noodles seem like a pain
1: in the ass, yeah, to cook correctly. Cold noodles. Actually, yeah. it's easy. I because mean, yeah. the one that I had, it's like the pre-made packages. Mm. And so just boil them in the water, you know, make sure the noodles, like, separate. Yeah, yeah. Cold water, boom, done. It's like five minutes, not nice. oh, even. That's,
0: a good, that's right? a good dish,
1: man. Um. Yeah like a, a bunch of stuff. Yeah, oh, I, and I like think I had tacos because I went to a restaurant. I
2: think growing up growing up at home I mean again the Asian food is Chinese food. But well, American is Chinese food? Yeah. No. Yeah. But, but but you know what I mean like no yeah, yeah. What did you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh we had Asian food is Chinese food. But now that Korea's come on with with I mean before BTS, LG and Samsung and Hyundai and all of a sudden I mean the group <laughs> before BTS that started their career <laughs> kind of wave. Now wow. It's not just China for everything anymore. I mean, Korea is a is a major player in Korea's
1: the food like culture has changed so oh. much. I love it. Yeah. Right. In Kimei alone, we have like an Uzbeki place. We have I think uh what was the, yeah? I can't think of it offhand. But yeah, so yeah, uh the the Uzbeki place is really good. The uh Indian place is really good. But then and and that was the other thing. Like before you know, for Korea, like food truck culture, was like posamata. You know, like the the soju tents. Mm. It was just so right? so fixed. Yes,
2: everything was exactly as every place mm-hmm. you went. Now it's just so b- much b- diversity. B- it's <laughs> so fusionized
1: now. It's great. But now it's just like they've got everything. You got an idea? Yeah.
2: Go do it, man. You know, make it the next mm-hmm. big so, thing.
1: So, yeah, in terms of food in Korea, like I'm, I've never really had a problem. I oh, yeah. But yeah. in terms of like craving, like I, yeah, I have moments like that where like I miss. You know, eggplant parmesan, mm. you know, or Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, you can make them right? The fucking the eggplants yeah, this, are this. I totally yeah. different. That means you could still make it, it's just not the same.
0: Yeah. You know, you but, gotta, I, I slice them long and then make almost like a lasagna. Yeah, it, that's you know? basically what I do too. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, so yeah, you do miss certain things like that, but because, uh, do you have, um, like, I was that I herb or something like that? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, or all these other things. So you eat. So before, like ingredients that you could like never get in Korea. Yeah, drive, to now, dag, gra-
0: drive to Daegu and buy it. Yeah. <laughs> from Costco. Yeah. Drive. Yeah. Yeah. drive. Take a bus. Yeah. yeah. Take
2: a bus to Daegu and do the strongman challenge at the Rotary when you get off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With two seventy kilo
1: bags of cheese and, and whatever, <laughs> walking back to Mugo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, But like man. these days, like, so access to ingredients has become a lot more, uh, it's, it's,
0: yeah, it's, it's easier to get them. plus is like an international aisle.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, it's changed a lot. Maybe before we wrap this up, I know you had a couple <clears throat> trips abroad with, I believe it was doctor group, do, groups of doctors, right?
1: Uh, yeah.
2: Can you can you tell us a little bit about those before we so, shut her down?
1: You know, obviously, you guys know I have uh, two jobs. I'm one. I'm an English teacher, but then I'm also like the photographer. Mm. So, um.
0: And, and a well, me Yeah. Oh uh, yeah.
1: That's like, <laughs> it. Like you know, support the cause. Yeah. But like, yeah, if. Like uh, Laura, because she's the one who, uh yeah, the owner. Like her and like the network. Oh, is like, it through her? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. But then, like the network That'd of women that who she uh, that who help her are freaking amazing. So uh, the doctors, like, um, I but before, I I had different students here. There, so mm. um, some of the students I did were uh, lawyers from like the Busan Bar Association, mm. and so like one day i got like i got the call and it was from a doctor at a major hospital in gime right and he is the owner right of that hospital so uh, doctor kim sungje mm. and so before he's a member of wiseman you guys know what that is mm. so basically it's you know like unicef so it's kind of like that but what they do is they original their original like mission statement was to help people from like uh, the YMCA. Mm. So like, again, same thing. So like when they got older, you know, for some of those, it was difficult for them to like, get do a job anything, do to, anything do with $3,000. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, Dollars, yeah. so, but um so the original idea, I believe, was for them to help, you know, the, yeah, the YMCA. Mm. But um, so anyway, he joined that and he was then the president of Korea or this area. Mm-hmm. And now he's the international president elect. Mm. So, mm. yeah. But, um, so I was teaching him English, obviously. And then he showed me, like, that during the holidays that he did medical volunteering. Wow. And so he was showing you these pictures, and they're all like cell phone pictures. And so I kind of asked him, I was like, you know, have you ever had like a professional photographer come? He's like, no. And so I kind of, you know, hinted that idea. It's like you know, as a possibility, mm-hmm. I had, like, I didn't think it was anything. But like, you, you, yeah. the- you know, but I was showing them I was like, you know, I do photography, and mm-hmm. oh, okay, and I'm his English teacher. Oh, okay. And so, like, you know, as we get closer to like the holiday, he's like, so you want to come? And I'm just kind of like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, you have to pay for your own plane ticket because it's medical volunteer, right. but like everything else was covered, and I was just like. Let me talk to my wife, yeah, you know, yeah. and she better say yes. <laughs> you know? But like, and, like she's amazing. Like, she was totally on board. She's like, she knew it's like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Sure. Go. Mm. And so, and then, yeah, so I ended up being able to go. But again, and that's kind of the thing. Like, people were like, you know, well, how did you get successful? Which is, you know, let's, yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's kind of, you have to do the footwork. Yeah. You know? And so... Like I saw that opportunity, I'm like, I suggested it. He thought it was a good idea. He invited me. But like, if I hadn't said, if I hadn't said anything, yeah, then that never would have happened. Oh, you
0: dropped the ball. Yeah, Yeah, uh, exactly. You don't try, you never know.
1: Right, and that's kind of the thing. I think a lot of people, they, you know, they like. They want to win the lottery without buying the ticket,
0: mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's lots of those. I right? found the winning ticket. Right. You know, and so In yeah, doesn't mean- So, so did one go- trip lead to the second trip? Yeah. Or yeah, or yeah, yeah. Was that-
1: so the first one was Mongolia, and that was really good. And so they like they liked the photography because they had better pictures, and so and then the just regular cell phone pictures. Right. And again, that's kind of like at you know. Uh, what's the difference between a person with, like a photographer, like a professional photographer and someone with their cell phone or an amateur with like a digital camera, I right? And like I said, sort of intent, right. mm. you know? And so and that's the difference because th- the photography angle is why I'm there. Mm. You know, the quality of pictures is much different than the pictures that they were taking because right. they're doctors. Yeah. So-
2: And they're in the middle of-, of And that's doing the it. other
1: thing. So for them, mm-hmm. they were, So now they don't have to take pictures. They're focused on doing you know this one thing, their work. Mm. You know, and so I think it was mutually beneficial for everyone. Like they get pictures, right? For me, like I get to do work that basically because like the dream is like, you know, wow, National Geographic. You know, I went here, I did this. Mm. Like basically I got to do the same thing just without the title.
0: Well well, and even then it is a title
1: because it's a wise man, it's
0: different. Yeah. But, in, in the end, it's, again, I think back to your subjective experience and in, in what you deem to be valuable and right? not so much what other people yeah, are. yeah.
1: But again, and that's kind of the thing for me, just being able to go there, one, it's, doing work like that is life-affirming, mm-hmm. number one. Sure. You know, but, like, it paints a really good picture on the things that are important in life. Because, like, you have people who are just like, oh, I need this new car, I need this new phone, I need this, I need that. And then you go to this other country where people, it's like, you, I mean, especially like poor countries, a lot of times, you know, but for us in the United States or like even like Korea, like I have the newest phone, I got the best car, blah, 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 blah. And they think that they're happy. And then you go to this other country where it's like, oh, well, I'm so much better than them, you know, mm. which is bullshit. Mm. But like, I mean, that's kind of, you know, when you live in a developed country and you hear about these other countries, you kind of, you, you know, that. you get that impression. Mm. But you go there and you see them. And their happiness index is just hundred percent. Hundred percent above you know where I we agree. are. Fully right? agree. And, <laughs> oh, and and that's less is more. Yeah. And I fully agree. But the difference is it's not because that they have more or that they have less. It's they they appreciate what they have. Yeah. They've got family, you know, they've got what they need, you know. Um, and so that's that's it.
2: They have what they need. They don't have everything under the sun that you think you need or mm-hmm. want. They they have what's or important. That, or that.
1: So but even still, like things like medical, like access to medical care is still like an issue. Mm. And so being able to go there, document this and see all right, these people like are one, they're getting so these doctors are doing amazing work. Sure. Right? But then documenting, you know, this is another country, but look at these people's lives. Right. And it's not, oh, they need to be pitied it's I like pity is from I've always like, pity is like worthless like empathy yes yeah. but if you go to another country and it's like oh the p- like, K- Koreans will say that oh Bruce none of that like for me I was adopted oh Bruce none of that and like they say oh but we don't mean it that way but like that's the word we <laughs> use and that's the meaning yeah. so for me when I do photography We're sorry, the poor
0: you yeah yeah poor exactly yeah.
1: All right and so for me, like when I go to the other country, it's not like all oh, these people are pitiful. It's not. It's this is their life, mm. you know. And th- like I said, understanding—that's what it is. Mm. Right. Everyone in the world, like, deserves understanding. Mm. And so, like, that's why I, could, you know, the the medical volunteer trips were so important to me because yeah. it's showcasing understanding, not, you know, not the narrative that like the media wants. Like, oh, like. For me, like a lot of Korean documentaries that I've seen, I hate them because mm. it's like, you know, look at these people in Africa. Oh, save
0: them. It's so, you know, like, But who are we to judge who's, like you said, their, their happiness index is way higher. Who yeah. are we to judge that our quality yep. of life is better because there's millions of people with tons of money and new cars that are, that are choked they really yeah, miserable. I mean, but
1: like, I mean, for me, it's just focusing on that understanding, I think yeah. that's the most important thing because I mean, like, you know, like, because, um, it's not about like it, like the, the savior mentality kind of thing. Oh, you know, it's go there, you do this work because like for me. Yeah, it's definitely a calling, mm. you know, it, I want to be there for people. I want to go and say, hey, guys, this is you and your shit. Okay, fine. Whatever your parents didn't buy you a car this guy you know like, okay whatever look at this kid right red you know exactly yeah exactly right red. it's like go to the white mustache you know this you know this kid and this family is like they're struggling just to get a pair of crutches for their kid yeah you know like where are your priorities I and mean, take a step back yeah. you know that's, that's back to what we
2: said traveling if you get an opportunity yeah. go because there's no perspective just, just who another topic in my presentation class, they were a dream destination. And, uh, the guy started with, on. if you only read, if you never leave your, your country or your city, it's like only reading the first page of a book. And, and I thought, "Wow, well, where'd you come up with that from <laughs> anyways, Google obviously, but exactly. I mean, he says the world's like a, a book and you know, you've got to read more than the first page to, to get the, the, the perspective. So. Yeah. Travelling is is a priceless, priceless education. So,
1: yeah. So being able to do that through, you know, Dr. Kim has been amazing. Like, I I owe so much to that man, right? Um, But yeah, so and then, of course, that stopped because of Corona. But um, actually, which might be a blessing in disguise, because one of the places that they were going to go was to Myanmar, Mm. which now is going through that huge, Hell. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, because I probably, if we did go, it would have ended up going right before that happened, no, which would have been just,
3: you know, a disaster, yeah, so, but, but also, uh, like, professionally, it's so good as an artist to get this opportunity, because, like, say, if you were, go- if you were to go there uh, via a then probably you would have more pressure on yeah, getting is, like the shot. Well, or something there is like that, that,
1: but I mean that's for me. For for them, I I'm doing an operation. I want you to take pictures. That was it. It wasn't. I want this. I want that. Basically, it was really it was great because it's like you're the well, you're the professional. Take shots. Yeah. Right. And I had the liberty to do whatever yeah, I
0: thought exactly. You know. Beautiful. Creative. Creative freedoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is it's, great. But super like. Important.
1: You know, I've had people like, well, are you doing this for Instagram? Are you doing that? Oh, I want to get famous. And it's just like, that's not, you know, it's
0: not the angle. If it's, exactly. uh, if it's uh... but
1: like, and that's the thing, like people are like, oh, well, okay, you're getting more traction. So like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, it's kind of like, a oh, thing? Like, I, I always say this It's like, you have to put in the work. And so like, every day I'm taking, like, I literally, mm-hmm. like, take pictures like every single day you my camera's always on you, you got yeah. a 60 kilo camera with me today. You're, right? You're two of it. them <laughs> yeah. you know but like that's the thing like if your focus is like i want to win the nobel peace prize hmm. like no one whose life goal is i want to win the nobel peace prize <laughs> wins the nobel yeah. peace prize yeah. <laughs> like, it's the people who are focused on their goal and their craft didn't trump get one <laughs> please did, did he get one
2: right someone nominated him <laughs> for something yeah, yeah.
1: yeah,
0: but i'm sure when he was younger he right? said i'm gonna get a prize."
1: that's the thing you know it's the people who focus on their craft you know <laughs> yeah, absolutely that you know that the it's, it's goes the, to. yeah so i mean yeah and so un- me,
0: unintended side effect maybe the
3: well uh,
1: like so for uh, me i mean work. like i said photography is just kind of how it it's always been how i express myself yeah so any benefit from the side, whether it's you know monetary or in terms of like fame on Instagram or whatever, is kind of secondary. Right. Awesome. You know. That's the best. That's if the you best love what go. you
2: do, you'll make a living out of it because you'll be really good at it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But again, like I, I said, like lots. I mean, I like I always tell people, that's like I hope the never the, uh, the learning never ends. You know, if if I ever get to a point where it's just like you know what, I have nothing more to learn in photography, it's like. Okay, break my camera and shoot me in the head, you know? Because I mean, especially as an artist, you should always have that goal to strive for.
3: Absolutely, yeah, man. That's That's the... So like, who do you look for inspiration as an artist? Oh, I like everywhere. So... um, Are there any like... uh, You mean like photographers? Anything, like activists Um, or whatever.
1: Inspiration is like anyone going against the grain. Is is usually really good for
3: inspiration. So, um, no, maybe like who has influenced you in your pursuit of photography? For photography, um, like uh, the wedding
1: that I shot when I was a kid, right? So my cousins, my parents obviously because that was that
0: was the catalyst, right? Yeah,
1: that's the starting point. But then my best friend Alex, who was also Korean American adoptee like me, his father was, uh, or no, is a professional photographer and so as a kid he would take the two of us out and say this is the camera this is how it works and like walk us through mm. things and to this day literally one of the like, greatest memories of my childhood mm. um but like yeah so that only reinforced you know my love for photography right. so in terms of like big influences him but now for like even more f- well-known photographers yeah. um let's see okay. jason deal Well, yes, (laughs) I mean, like with him, because before, I like when I joined the Lightstalkers, Mm. like I was like, all right, it's a photographer, okay, great. I went, you know, great. And then I started posting a lot of stuff, and then, but uh, at that point, like it had a lot of members, but uh, it wasn't really that active of a community, Mm. you know. And so, like Jason talked to um, I Pete Demarco, so they were the ones that kind of like started the group. And then apparently they talked between like themselves, mm. and they're like, "Hey, how about making me um, an admin because I'm, I was pretty active in the community," and so I was like, okay, "Sweet, yeah. okay," right. you know. And then from there, you know, things blossom, cool, man. right? Blossom, yeah. <laughs> but um, for major like well-known photographers, um, Jimmy Chin is amazing. He, you know, Alex Honnold. Like they, the documentary, like uh, Climb the, or, the climbing, rock. yeah, yeah. Uh, like his stuff is amazing. Love it, love it, love mm-hmm. it. Uh, but again, I'm not in like action, photog- like out there kind yeah. of thing. But um, love seeing his work.
0: Yeah,
1: um, Joel Joel uh, Joel Satori, uh, another National Geographic photographer, mm-hmm. photographer. He's doing like the uh, the photo arc. So basically, it's like he's documenting every single animal he can find hmm. right and just making like this huge almanac of every single animal right, uh-huh. possible, which is amazing work as well but um for me like for, for people photography definitely any leave of love love her stuff like uh she did that one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio with like the goose like over her shoulder like a long long time ago do you guys remember no maybe anyway so it's so definitely one of her like a very famous image, stuff cool. like that. And then um Dorothy Lange right? She was the one who uh, documented um Americans do like the Great Depression. Mm. Oh wow. Right. So a lot of her work is like extremely powerful. Yeah. So definitely. those kind of oh, and then uh Eric Paré, if you guys know him, no right. I think Canadian photographer. But uh basically he does light painting, uh with uh, light tubes. Okay. All right. Huh? Have you no you haven't? So yeah, I'll definitely check, check out. that out, yeah. right? But like some of his work is freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? And so like those kind of things. Naughty. But like I'm always I'm always looking for new things here and there. It's like, okay, right, this is trend Oh wow, that's a great picture. How did that person do that? Yeah. You know, research, look at it, and then try to apply it to my own stuff.
2: Where where can any listeners find your stuff or any any plugs or anything you want to give here before we
1: wrap it up? Uh well, my Instagram. Anungyo? Yeah, yeah, aningyo. Which is funny because Korean, it means do you? Know? Oh, that's you, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny. He didn't know. But no, because no, Korean it's dialect. You know, anungyo, Do you know? It's literally yeah. what it means. Uh-huh. You know, because I, I was trying to think of an ID back in the day, and I asked my you know friend, you know, who's older than me. I said, you know, join ID, aningyo. You know, mm-hmm. just in Korean. He's like, shit, I'll just use that one. Yeah, you nice. know, um. So there's that, and then I just restarted my web page, so. That's, yeah, same thing. Uh, Anungyo, A-N-U-N-G-Y-O at, no, that dot com.
0: Sorry. Thanks for, uh, for making yeah, the trip down here, man. That was a that was a well, s- Thanks good for experience. having me. Yeah.
1: I hope it sounds good. Like, normally, I hate the, voice, the sound <laughs> of my voice. I'm... Oh,
0: we talked about that earlier, man. I got to edit all these things. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, Listen to <laughs> myself for two hours. <laughs> but, uh, nice, dude, thanks for coming down. I hope. To, uh... Uh,
1: no, thank you. It's a great honor.
0: Yeah, let's, uh, let's do it again in, uh, in the future, man. That's, uh, that's fun. Always great to, uh, always great to sit down. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed. Once again, don't forget to check out Dr. English and their sweet all-in-one platform that can help you achieve your English learning goals. Visit the website at www.dr-english.com or call 010-4591. 1496 for a free sample class. Open your door to endless opportunities. Dr. English.